0: Welcome to Game of Books with Kathy in South Dakota. That's me and Christy in South Florida. That's me. We're two newbie writers sharing our take on wine, food, and mystery books. And the authors who write them.
1: Join us for the fun.
0: Hello, everyone out there. Or should I say in there? (laughs) Because... That's where you're supposed to be if you're ever going, if we are ever going to be able to get out there again. <laughs> right? It's just crazy.
1: It's is, crazy. It's quite an adjustment in everyone's lives, but yes, I'm thankful today yep. to be doing this podcast with you so we can just kind of for a few minutes enjoy talking with each other about a book, kind of like our normal lives.
0: Yes. Yes. Because we've always been social distancing. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and We found a way around it. You know, yeah. we're able to we're able to handle South Dakota and Florida. That's pretty distant.
1: That's right. So. And you don't have to go outside of your house to read a great book like the one we're going to talk about today, "All We Buried" by yep. Elena Taylor.
0: Yes. Yeah. I really enjoyed this book. Um, and I have to say, last week's quirks and conversation was one of my favorites. It
1: was me too. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean i I love all our authors that we've talked to, honestly. I've oh, loved all sure. the interviews, and yeah. um but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's our cooped upness or just the all the stuff she had to say, but I felt like we could talk to her for hours, didn't you?
1: I did and you know, I also have really enjoyed doing the last couple times we had flipped things, um, according to one of your brilliant ideas. And we talked to Al and Elena first before we recorded their actual book club episode. And I really, I really like that because it colors both, you know, that yeah. that and conversation really colors both um, discussions. And I really, really like that. So,
0: yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I don't I know w- why we didn't think of that earlier.
1: <laughs> but, you know, Elena oh. had such great. Um, uh information and tips um for writers and for readers. So it was wonderful.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um do some reading and talking and relaxing you know, Yeah, right now. <laughs> and this is a this is
1: a great book to get people through. So we'll get to it. Yes. But speaking yes, of yes. getting through and relieving some anxiety Let's open up this bottle of wine.
0: <laughs> okay, all right.
1: <laughs> I mean, come on,
0: woman after my own heart. <laughs>
1: yes. Okay.
0: I so. think a lot of people are opening bottles of wine during this. Oh yeah, did um, you hear the? Pandemic, see the increase?
1: You? Yeah, the increase in alcohol sales is a little scary.
0: Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and by and you know what, um, we are drinking a wine. Um, we're drinking Chianti,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: the Da Vinci. Chianti, yes. Which you had actually gotten. Cause I said, Kathy, please just tell me what <laughs> you can get up there. If you can get <laughs> anything, if you have something in the cellar, because you know, <laughs> South Dakota, your town's liquor store was closed. It was. So.
1: so thankfully we can get wine at our grocery store, but hard liquor, um, you could not because the liquor our municipal liquor store has been closed. And they did just reopen under kind of a um you know, you, you can call and, and give them your order, and they'll basically bring out your car, which is great. And I okay. I think the entire town showed up the afternoon they opened. I mean, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I had talked to my dad, and I'd said, hey, you know, have you been to the liquor store yet? Have you, you know, placed an order and all that kind of stuff? And he said, yes, I was there 20 minutes after they opened. I was like, that's right. Very good. He didn't want to run out. <laughs> so, yeah. We
0: got our priorities straight. Yeah. Oh, man. Yes, so I, I'm glad with your choice because you know um, the book did not have any wine drinking, and I know you know last week with Elena we had the bourbon barrel because they did drink you know some bourbon, but um, but I kind of liked you know this Divi- this Chianti because you know I was trying to think of food mm-hmm. for the book club
1: yeah
0: episode and. Um, And honestly, you know, right now, since everything's going to be pretty much a virtual book club for, you know, the foreseeable future. A Zoom book um, club. Yeah. A Zoom book club, yes, which I find very fun, but Mm -hmm. obviously you're not serving anybody food or wine. It's just what they can get on their end or do on their end. So I thought, hey... You know, this uh, Chianti goes well with pizza. And as far as I know, most everywhere, pizza is still delivering. There so you go. <laughs> everybody could, if they want to have the same thing as everybody else, they could, you know, have a pizza delivery. Um, you know, in the book, again, there wasn't a whole lot of eating going on in- either, was there, Kathy?
1: No. <laughs> Oh, there wasn't. But um, like,
0: did... There was a lot of investigating, and you know, <laughs> yeah. twists and turns, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. they did have some like pub food. Yeah. And um, and one time there was a short ribs. But I'm like, okay, that's a little much for a book club.
1: Uh, you know, especially right <laughs> now. That's a lot. <laughs> it just seems like a <laughs> lot. I'll <mean,
0: laughs> be like, okay, that's that's a few hours preparation, in my yeah. opinion. So. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe an all-day affair.
1: <laughs> I think the is a it's a nice one because it's really a, a mild wine,
0: you know? Yes. And this one is um, Da Vinci, which I love the label, mm-hmm. um, obviously, um, being based on an artist. And I love the area it comes from.
1: Yeah, isn't that cool?
0: I've been there, and I think that's where we should go for a writer's retreat. I think you
1: should There's tell a everybody There's a villa what, there that we what could you're go talking to. About. You should tell everybody what you're talking oh. about.
0: It's, it's um, in um, Tuscany in Italy, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's between Florence, Pisa and Siena in that area, the Chianti region of Tuscany. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really, really a beautiful part of the world um, that hopefully you know we'll all get to one day.
1: <laughs> I, would, I would love to our um, game. One. providing (laughs) you know
0: you know maybe in a year and a half I don't know but um but yeah it's just a great place and um just everything you know when I was there seemed like fresh fruits and vegetables and Mm. you know wine and cheese you know everything that you think of with Italy um (laughs) is all there Perfect. and um and this one is supposed to um have the aromas of ripe fruit and hints of fresh strawberry <laughs> and plum. See, look, one sip and I lose my
1: <laughs> your your word
0: enunciation. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you if you weren't into a Chianti, mm-hmm. though for this book club, it occurs to me um, because the location of this book takes place in Washington State, and Washington has fabulous wines, that would be another right. great option for book clubs. So that would be an alternative.
0: Mm-hmm. I know, and I thought for a minute that's when I had you know hadn't looked it up, and I saw what you said, I'm like, I bet Kathy was smart and did one of those Washington wines I, we talked I didn't. about. No, I
1: couldn't get. I, I, I my, our selection was pretty slim, but I, but if you listen to last week's corks and conversation, Elena talks about kind of a, her favorite local winery there, and mm-hmm. um, that will give you some really good ideas. Yep. Yep. Okay, so it's time for us to dive into our discussion of All We Buried by Elena Taylor. So as we discussed, um, we had talked to Elena herself last week, and we really delved um, into her life and her career. And it was so fun Mm -hmm. to hear about her beloved home state of Washington, which is the setting Mm -hmm. for the novel.
0: Yeah, and once again... (laughs) <laughs> Kathy, we're going to go to Tuscany, but maybe we also go to Washington and um, go to the winery she talked about yes. and talk about, have another Corks and Conversation there.
1: <laughs> Let me tell everybody a little bit about the book. Uh, it just mm-hmm. came out, um, gosh, within the last 10 days. And you mm-hmm. can get it um, if you can't get it delivered or obviously you can't go buy it, you can get an ebook of it. So I checked today and. Yes. You, you can get that downloaded uh, I think an audiobook book yet
0: or no? Is yeah, the book out yet?
1: I didn't I don't recall seeing the audiobook yet, but I'm sure it's coming. Okay. If it's not already yes. out. Um so like we talked about All We Buried really um is set in this beautiful very um, kind of sleepy small town full of secrets in Washington state in a among, amongst lots the of secrets. Yes. Lots of <laughs> secrets in amongst the mountains and around a incredibly deep, dark body of water. That's full of mystery. Um, but the main character is Elizabeth Bett rivers. She goes by Bette and she is mm-hmm. the interim sheriff in the small town. And, um, she has just come back recently, got called back by her father, who was the sheriff, and he unfortunately passed away in kind of some mysterious circumstances, mm-hmm. I would say. Um,
0: yeah, it did sound like that. I think yeah. that's something that could, you know.
1: Yeah. And so she ends come up up with, in a future book, maybe. <laughs> yeah. So she ends up as interim sheriff, and she ends up with a, a murder case, her first murder case. And she's got... Um, all kinds of things going on. She's got a deputy sheriff that she's not sure is on her side. He's running against her in the sheriff's election. Uh, she's had this ongoing recurring nightmare um, about a body. Mm-hmm. And there are some distinct similarities to the actual body that was found um, in her yeah. town. So it's very mysterious circumstances. And she needs to figure out who this woman is that floats to the... Surface of Lake mm-hmm. Collier and mm-hmm. who was responsible. Very, very yeah, good. Yeah, I, I, you know
0: what? I also think that it was, um, that, in my opinion anyway, mm-hmm. I I think it was very hard to figure out who done it and who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Oh, yeah. She really did a great job of kind of keeping that mystery going.
1: She did. You know, where, where so many of the characters had um their own secrets as as small towns mm-hmm. are you know kind of wrought for in literature right like it's it's right. uh, the more space you have the more secretive you can be i think maybe and um right and so everyone's got their secrets and then they all have kind of some ulterior competing motives and mm-hmm. um it's i mean it's she does a great job of that she really does
0: I do, I do. I thought so, too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what, I, want, I, do, I, I do. I do. I yeah, do. Me, too. Me, <laughs> I too. I like I it, that. too. <laughs> so one of the things I really liked, and I wanted to get your take on this, Christy, was um, so her father mm-hmm. is deceased, but he's so present in this book. And, you know, her his voice, how she thinks of right. what he would be telling her is such a constant. Mm-hmm. He's, he's almost a character, even though he's deceased in the book. And I just think um, that's really interesting. I agree. And it, I once, sometimes it's she almost uses that voice to kind of further criticize herself. But then other times he's like, "Yeah, that's that's what you should be doing as far as investigation." It's really interesting,
0: right? I think it shows it does show the complex relationship people have with their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, you often, yeah, and you know, or family in general, but often, you know, parents and especially, um, you know, her situation was with her mother not being around either. Yeah, you know, it just kind of, like you said, there's all kinds of mystery buried in there. So yeah. who knows, yeah, yeah. you know, but I, I do, I do like how she did that. I, I yeah. mean, kind of did that a little bit in my book. And it makes me think, like she was saying, the more we read and stuff, how I could even make that parent or parents more of a character even than I did, you know, but rather than just a little voice in the head.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was really interesting. I also loved kind of the storyline of is she staying or not, you know, being pulled back home, trying to step into her dad's footsteps, not feeling validated by those around her. And you know, where, where does she belong? I always love that story because I think that's something that right. we all can um, relate appreciate. to. Yeah, for sure. And I,
0: and you know, I think that she did a really good job of pulling it together at the end so that, you yes. know, you, there was a resolution. I mean, obviously there are still questions that are going to go on. I think that I want to mm-hmm. know how, what's going to happen in the future, but it's not, the type of thing that annoys you like you haven't had something resolved, you know, you yeah. You see that she has grown in, in that in a certain way throughout the book. And and then look forward to seeing what her next next yeah. challenge might be or something like that. Yeah, you know, so. it's
1: funny. I keep thinking about all of her <laughs> her her cast of characters are just so interesting. Remember the I can't think of her name yeah. right now off the top of my head, the woman with the coffee cart. I don't know why she just popped in my oh, head. Oh, yeah. But, oh, such yeah. A,
0: she was interesting, too.
1: She was. And the dog. Okay. We have to talk about the dog. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to give it any away, but this this dog she inherited from her father, um, who's also, you know, just as questioning of her as everybody else in town is, is just an awesome yep. character. I just love that.
0: Yep. yep. You can't go. Yeah, you can't go on the big dog. It's I funny.
1: know it's a good, it's a great. Now I, we great haven't
0: movie. read her other books, um, and we we both want to um, now. They're very different. They're yeah. more um, lighthearted mysteries um, on the funny side because mm-hmm. she's you know she's basically has a pretty funny personality. I would she's say hilarious. Um, yeah, so I can't I can't wait to to read them. But I also think that. Um, Are they considered, are her other books considered what they call, like, cozy mysteries?
1: I don't know. I haven't. I I don't know either. I I, think they must be
0: because they're, that's usually a lighthearted and they're not, um, the main characters aren't, you know, cops or something. I don't know. But I do find that in those mysteries, characters become so interesting. And I'm thinking maybe that spilled over into her thriller where she, you know, really develops all the characters versus, you know, just Mm -hmm. there for the ulterior motive of you know, being a bad guy or you know, something. Yeah. So I thought that was really nice. She and she's yeah. a
1: great cast of characters. very very fun and yep. and so nails the yep. small town thing. But yeah, we could go on forever, yes. but get the book, read yep. it. It's awesome. Get it, <laughs> read it
0: or listen to it or, you know, yeah. Whatever. We could probably even get a sign get you a signed copy if you want. We'll <laughs> we, we've got a connection for <laughs> you. We have got a connection. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Writer's Perspective. So we thought it would be fun to talk about a subject that Elena mentioned last week. She is, in addition to a writer, um, she works as an editor, editing other um, writers' works and helping them out with developmental editing issues. And um, Mm -hmm. we were talking about mistakes that a lot of authors make at some point in their manuscript and something that she can help them see, you know, with some distance. And um, I actually had written it down because I just really liked the succinctness of it. But she had said that every character in every scene has to have both an objective and an obstacle. And I just thought that was such a succinct way to say it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it is, it's something that's so basic, but it it often gets lost. I think when we're plotting and, you know, describing and creating, we're not always thinking about each of these characters and another, that, you know, plays into what we were just talking about with the book. I think she developed her characters so such a, in such a way, and they make sure that each of them has something to bring to the table in each scene. So of course you find them interesting. Yeah. But it is something, it's something a lot of people miss. She said, you know, everybody seen, that was her thing that she said was the most common mistake that she would see, you know, maybe not throughout the whole book, we hope. (laughs) Yeah. But, but like, you know, on a chapter basis or a scene, you know. Well,
1: and that really is what creates that tension that gets, keeps you turning the pages at night, right? If you, you just want to know if, if that, that character that you now really are interested in is going to get. Their their questions answered right, and then something else comes up, and then they don't, and the, that is that's what makes us all turn pages at night, especially in your case at night. Mm-hmm. Mine often in the morning because I don't read at night. But <laughs> you, you're such a good overnight reader. Yes.
0: <laughs> or I go to sleep and I wake up and then I start reading until the early morning, and then mm. I'm like, oh, why did I do that? <laughs> I think last night that that can be a scary thing. I started reading uh, one of Michael Connolly's books and went to sleep with that on my mind, and of course <laughs> then I had I had nightmares. I mean, oh. with all that's going on in the news, and then reading about murder as I'm going to sleep. <laughs> oh, gee, money.
1: That's what I woke up in the morning Mm -hmm.
0: in that time. And I was like, "Okay, I'm not going to read my book right now. I'm going to try to, like, (laughs) do some uh, meditation or something to go back to sleep.
1: Well, that lends us to our personal update section, maybe. That's perfect. Perfect segue. Yes.
0: Yes. Christy's not sleeping.
1: <laughs> anxiety, actually, yeah.
0: More wine, more wine.
1: <laughs> I think what you just said; those three things are a very common problem. A lot of people are having anxiety, mm-hmm. problems sleeping, probably drinking more mm-hmm. than we normally do. Obviously, that all, it, then it gets you know more problems. On, but right. I I I don't watch as much TV as I would like, and I nearly binge watched an entire um, show last night of um, Harlan Coben's The Stranger. It is great. Oh, was it good? It's okay. great. All right.
0: I'm writing it down because I I didn't even remember about that. I sort of remember yeah. maybe when he talked at Thriller Fest. He's but,
1: got um, – um, so he also has a new book out right now, which I had ordered um, – pre-ordered for before, so that, that was delivered, which is great. That's called The Boy in the Woods, I think it oh, is. Oh, good. Um, but he had a, he also has a really cool deal with Netflix to develop programming. And, um, this is the second one of his I've watched, but it's called "The Stranger," and it is great,
0: okay, yeah, we'll watch it i am I'm, I'm back in the Bosch, you know that's yeah, probably I love,
1: why I've, I love Harry Bosch. you've yeah, got that, that Michael
0: Connolly book because I was like, yeah. hey, he had a new one out late late last year, yeah, and so I knew I hadn't read it yet, so yeah, so yeah. Yeah, there's so much on TV. That's really, there, that's the good thing. It's it just, is a
1: good thing. There's so many great programs to watch. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's... And
0: movies. Mm-hmm. Lots of movies. I have been wanting yeah. to watch
1: the um, um, show with Reese Witherspoon and... Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Fires. Oh, which one are you talking about? I'm talking about
0: the the broadcast one, the one that's on.
1: Oh, with Jen Aniston. That's Apple. on Apple TV. Yeah, that looks really good too. Yeah. So there's so many good things to to watch, which is great. We all we <laughs> so all need the So which one were escape. you talking about? Um, I Big Little, not like Big Little Lies, which I loved. oh you haven't um, seen that. Cool. Uh, the Fires, the the recent one that just came out. It just launched a couple weeks ago. Um, and oh, it's I didn't based even know upon that. Celeste Ng's novel. It's the Fire. I, I get the title mixed up with Big Little Lies, but it's like Little Fires, something Little Fires. I'm going to look it oh, up while okay. we're talking because it's so, it looks so good. And it's got two of my mm-hmm. favorite actresses in it. Um, it's Little Fires Everywhere. And that's the one with Reese okay. Witherspoon and Carrie Washington. And that looks okay. amazing. Is it?
0: So, and so this is out already?
1: Yeah, it is. On Hulu.
0: Okay. <laughs> Which which I do not have, but actually my daughter just informed me last night that she has an account that I can... Yeah. So there is benefits to having her here, besides <laughs> the fact that I actually have somebody to hug once in a while. Yeah, that's, that's
1: important, <laughs> isn't it? It's, uh, that's important, yeah. for sure. Has her oh, college yeah. figured out what they're doing for graduation? Are they just doing a uh, virtual no. thing? Oh,
0: I don't know what they're going to do. I don't think yeah. they've actually said for sure, other than yeah. the fact that, you know, they're not doing it on the day that they were planning. Yeah. Um, so they hard might stuff. do a virtual one. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I know. I feel bad for her. All hard stuff. So therefore, I'm dyeing her hair all funny colors for her.
1: And... <laughs> we do what we can do. <laughs> well, this is our last regular episode of our season. And next week, we will have yeah. a wrap up for everybody.
0: Yeah. Just a wrap up. Yeah. It'll be fun.
1: It'll <laughs> be always fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's always fun. Absolutely. Another
0: excuse to drink wine next there week. There you go. There you go.
1: <laughs> so everybody, go out and um, get a copy of the ebook. Probably easiest of this yes. great Elena Taylor. All we buried. And mm-hmm. I think you'll
0: really like it. Don't forget, listen to her Quarks and Conversation from last week, if you haven't heard that already, because it was just wonderful. That's yeah. all I can say.
1: It's really fun to hear from the author before you read their work.
0: Well, yes. Christy,
1: yeah. cheers. All right, until next time. Cheers. Thanks to our Mysterious Foodies out there for listening and sharing. Check out our website, GameOfBooksPodcast.com, where you can find links to all we talk about, and if you subscribe to our weekly newsletter, you can get those links sent directly to you along with any exciting updates. We are also on Facebook and Twitter under @gobwriters. And
0: if you enjoyed this episode as much as we did, we would love to hear from you. And please subscribe to Game of Books wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our book club ideas and quirks and conversations with award-winning and best-selling authors.
1: That's all for today's episode of Game of Books podcast, where we share food, wine, and mystery every Friday morning, just in time for the weekend. This is Christy and Kathy saying thanks for listening. Bye, Bye, everybody. everybody.